Welcome to Stu's EV Universe, where you can find anything and everything electric vehicle. So today I have the pleasure of having David Bernardo, CEO and Director of R&D at Selectric Motors, as my guest. Uh, welcome, David. Hey, Stuart. Thank you so much. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this. Uh, a little while ago, we had Michael come on for his business, that, uh, converting electric vehicles, uh, EV West. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of a, a space that is, I guess, growing. Um, there was just an article in Entity Fair, uh, the April edition, uh, Vintage Cars Go Electric. Uh, a market is springing up for tricked-out conversions of vintage vehicles as the motor industry shifts gears, which is interesting because I think folks that have been in it for a while were like, nothing different's happened. You know, it's, it's, it seems it's going faster, but uh, it just seems to be like right now, like this natural progression. Have you noticed things really ticking up in, in this space? What we do hasn't really changed other than things... Uh costing more. <laughs> uh, but that's because uh, better products are becoming available and uh, it's allowing us to, you know, to produce cars that have longer range and uh, more security features, more safety features in them. But uh, no, what we, the thing in Vanity Fair, I was reading that and I just thought, oh my God, it's been 10 years and this is still brand new to um, to you know, to most people, so that's kind of kind of surprising. But it also illustrates how small uh, niche market this is. We're oh, we go we take our cars to a lot of classic car shows, and it's the same story. People had no idea such a thing was even possible. You know, uh, taking old cars and and um, uh, revitalizing them with you know modern electronics. And um, but that's always been a not always been a dream of mine, but it's been it's been a dream of mine for the last, you know, 25 years or so. And I think it all began with uh, Volkswagen's uh, original uh, plan to resurrect, you know, redo the Volkswagen bus uh, 25 years ago or so. They didn't they never said they were going to make it electric. But uh, as soon as, you know, Elon did his thing with the little Lotus and made a sexy car electric, I just thought we got a lot more room for batteries in a, micro, in a bus and let's try to try to do that. Um, so that's kind of where this whole idea began. And you mentioned Michael Bream over at EV West. We met him uh, about 11 years ago and talked to EV West about putting together my just my personal project car, um, you know, a, a VW Bug that uh, could, you know, go 80 miles or so. And, uh, but we just, the driving force behind that was to get something that was more dependable. It was my, uh, our favorite car. My wife and I have owned them for years and our favorite car growing up. Uh, we just want to drive it instead of working on it. So uh, going electric really is the only way to, uh, for us to do that. And it's fun. And I've been an early adopter of technology. I didn't have any issues with that. Um, it's pricey, but you know, we all, it's, 
uh, we, we, we're used to spending money on, on things that we love and, uh, we're, we're pretty, <laughs> we don't, it's, you know, food and entertainment and, uh, and cars. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, and I mean, it's a gorgeous car. I, I, I watched the little promo thing on, on your website. It, it's just a, a gorgeous car. Um, yeah, there's something, you know, emotional about these older cars and Very uh, much, yeah. how they're so different and and bright. I mean, you know, like the colors that <laughs> they used. I mean, now everything is is white and gray and black and you'll, once in a while yeah. you see red, you know, once in a while you'll see yellow. Um, so one of the things you mentioned just talking right now I, I found interesting was you're saying safety features. So um, is that something new because you know, the older cars are not necessarily known for safety and the, the modern new cars do have things like, you know, blind spot detection and sensors and buzzers and and things to keep the people safe. Um, you wouldn't think that someone would take on a project like this for safety reasons. It's an, more of an emotional no. thing. But, no. but what kinds of safety things um, can be added uh, to these? Well, and there's only so much we can do. At the end right. of the day, it's uh, it was a very cheaply produced vehicle that really wasn't designed to last 50, 60, 70 years. Um, you know, there were smaller vehicles around. <laughs> the speed limits were less. Um, so there's only so much we can do. But the car does, we are driving the vehicles faster now, so you need better stopping power. So we always uh, add disc brakes um, what we do isn't just a conversion where we take out the gassy bits and put in, you know, electric bits. Uh, we, we look at the car, um, as a complete driving machine and we go through the brakes and the suspension and we'll upgrade all that as much as we can with a bolt-on, um, uh, um, components. We're not getting into the car and cutting it up to add in, you know, newer more better suspension uh because then that would devalue the the original uh, the value in the in in the car as a classic car so when i say really the safety i was referring to was in regards to the uh, to the batteries and to the charging and uh, the monitoring uh of of the batteries oh you know there's a lot of invisible stuff that we take for for granted in in uh modern Production EVs, they have built-in battery management systems. Uh, we haven't had that in our cars for the, you know, just up, started doing that about five, uh, five six years ago, adding a battery management system. system. So the batteries will last longer, and they're constantly modern. Uh, they're constantly monitored to not overcharge. Yeah, we're not, uh, you know, we're, we're not putting in airbags into the cars. Uh, really, I, I think, you know, dry, I think, I think everybody should start out driving an old Volkswagen. Just, I think that makes you a better driver, actually. <laughs> you do have to be more mindful of, you know, everybody around you. And, uh, because you're, you're more vulnerable in this, um, you know, the 40, 50, 60 year old car that, uh, you know, the, there's, there's not a whole lot of, uh, protection there for you know for crashes and things like that but it's absolutely not stopping anybody um in um wanting one it's very much an emotional uh thing 
So we're, you know, we have a waiting list of a couple of years right now. Um, so it's, it's very much emo emotionally driven. <laughs> yeah, actually, the Volkswagen Bug was the first car I ever drove. Um, really? <laughs> I, I, I didn't have my license yet. It was like with some buddies. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think it was in the, uh, started out in the high school parking lot. <laughs> and uh, they, they, I was like, I, I don't know how to shift. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll tell you when to press the clutch down and we'll do it, you know. <laughs> so so that, that was fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, well, they're very they're very forgiving and yes. uh, and accommodating and and they and they still are. Um, and people um, love them. I mean, I remember we had a neighbor across the way that had a I think it was like a powder blue or a baby blue Volkswagen Bug. They mm -hmm. were the family in, in the neighborhood that gave out like the full size candy bars. You wow. know, so that that was that was good <laughs> and. Uh, he, they just loved it, and they kept it in like pristine condition, like That's for great. all the years that I remember growing up there. Um, so yeah, people often mm -hmm. really took care of these cars. They loved these cars. Um, Zelectric, the name Zelectric. Uh, I have to ask you, where did that come from? Because uh, that is unusual. It is, and it's. I don't have any really great story, okay. <laughs> other than my wife came up with it. We're both. Our background is in um, branding for tech companies and, and marketing and things like that, graphic design, and she's a writer. And it just sort of came out of, um, there's a Disney character, Ludwig von, okay. what's his name? Donald Duck's rich uncle or something. And I don't know, it's uh, just like how okay. he would say, electric, cool. it's electric. <laughs> I don't know. So it came out of that, and also at the time when we were working on a name, we uh, we didn't want anything. Um, we wanted something that would be unique in in social media, and uh, that's cool. I don't know. Yeah, that's I just, cool. I like Z's. <laughs> so you know, you always know where to find us on any list. We're at the very end, and uh, and and that's and that's fine. But uh, we needed a unique URL you know, for, for social media. And so it <laughs> kind of grew out of that. Now, I mean, you mentioned going to, you know, um, car shows and that kind of thing. Does everybody at the mm -hmm. car show feel like what you're doing is wonderful? Or are there some real diehard folks <laughs> that are like kind of cringe at the fact that you're ruining this classic vehicle? I mean, um, obviously what you're trying to do is preserve it and uh and give it sure. new life and make it fun um but i mean are, are, is everybody on board typically or are most people most people are from the very beginning uh most people have been and it really hasn't um uh it really okay. if anything has gotten a little bit better there are there are still a number of diehards we get cut a lot of slack because we're using a Volkswagen the you know there's more of them you know there there's still so many of them available there's thousands of companies making aftermarket parts for them there's thousands of clubs that support them uh so there's there's a lot of them out there uh and we thought we could turn this you know single project into a business just because there's so much love and support physical support for the cars. There's still shops that know how to work on them. So um, I veered off a little bit, but we are cut slack because it's kind of a lowly um, classic car and the classic 
car spectrum, but um, right. there are still diehards out there that give us a hard time. And we really we don't really go to Volkswagen shows, unfortunately. They, which there are loads of them, but we don't get much love there. <laughs> the owners of those cars, uh, many of them are they don't they don't think it's such a great idea. Mostly because we've we're elevating the car, we're making to kind of what they consider an abnormal uh, level, where you know it's it's not a. It's no longer a you know a five thousand dollar car. It's a you know it's a hundred a hundred thousand dollar car when when we get done with it, and um, so they don't that and, you know they may be thinking we're it's going to allow the, the prices of classic cars and old Volkswagens, which have always been super affordable, gonna you know it's gonna gonna raise the price prices there. Um, I think time. I think time is doing that. You know, time is just. There's less and less of them that are. On one hand, there's less and less. On the other hand, you know, people like us are finding more of them. And when we do our thing, yeah, at the end of the day, it's a hundred thousand dollar car, and some for somebody else, it could be a you know ten thousand dollar car. But I think we're preserving, um, you know, uh, more classic cars, and we're introducing the idea. I, I'm constantly, I just get emails just from people who are, you know, father-daughter projects. We're going to find a Volkswagen. We're not going to make it electric just yet, but yeah, it's an adorable car. It's something we grew up with. Uh, uh, you know, my kid and I can work over the summer and we can bring this car back to life for not, you know, not not a great deal of, of money. <laughs> so, Right, right. Well, and, and that's something like, you know, with, with folks that have car groups um you know virtually every state has at least one mm -hmm. ev group you know uh, electric car group um I, I think we hear that a lot we hear oh you know i i love this car i'm thinking of making it electric but what they don't realize is i mean like what i said in the vanity fair article yeah. It's yeah. not uncommon for the price to be a hundred to three hundred, maybe even more, thousand um, uh, dollars for for these conversions. Um, so it's not necessarily something that is within everybody's grasp as far as abilities, and and we are talking about electric, um, so and high voltage, mm -hmm. uh, and it also can mm -hmm. be pricey. I mean, um, you basically you just just I mean, do you just do BMWs um, and Porsches? It sounds like we're just sticking with those two cars for a, for a number of reasons. Um, one is because there's such a worldwide love appeal uh, of them. There's so many parts available for them. There's so much support through groups for them. There's still mechanics that are just focused on working on Porsches and Volkswagens. And um, to do things right from the ground up, like I said, we, we look at the whole car, we look at the suspension, we know how right. the window winders <laughs> work on the cars. So uh, we really get in there and um, a lot of times we're, uh, we've, we've restored a few original owner cars from the 60s and from the 70s. And um, to, to, do it, to do it right, uh, I, I think, you know, uh, our focus is just on the Volkswagen and Porsche. If we started doing 
Mustangs and DeLoreans and, you know, all kinds of other cool cars. Um, there's certainly a demand for that. We get those emails every day, too. People want to know if we can do A, B, C, D. Even though on our website we try as many right. times to say our focus is this. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, st- we still get the interest on every other car. And, and, many, and the people doing this right now, it's a small, smallish couple of handfuls of of companies around the world that are um, that are making a go of this, and I think I think the ones that will have more success, at least right now, are the ones that understand the car as as a as a whole, rather than um, doing whatever you know whatever car uh, tends to roll in. Those, if we were to broaden the the marks that we did, uh, it would also would take a lot longer to do them. And um, we might be doing a disservice to the to the cars if we don't completely under understand them. So we think we understand the Volkswagens and, and Porsches, and um, and we and we love them. And like you said earlier on, they're they they just make people happy. They're most of them a lot of even the non brightly colored ones. We have a couple of white ones right now, but uh, you know they have so many curves and so much character. Uh, uh, it still sparks a lot of love from from people who see them, so it's a lot of fun. What was the uh, most unique vehicle that you've worked on, or, or the the funnest? <laughs> well, they're all fun in their own way, and they're um, we do source cars for some of our clients. Our client, I was thinking about this earlier, and the the only thing that our clients share in common is. Uh, the 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 love affair for for these uh, for these um, older German classics and the wherewithal to to you know to in, invest you know hundred grand <laughs> into that car uh, but other than that some of our some of our uh, you know some of our our clients have never um, had a uh, a vintage car and this is their way of dipping their toe in, into that market. Uh, some of our clients don't even have an electric car. This is their way f- for them to dip their toe into the into the EV market. Uh, one of our one of our one of my favorite projects was uh, a '65 Red Beetle that uh, was a wedding gift to the to the original couple in uh, in '65. And um, talk about a love affair. They had kept this car not running in their driveway covered with a tarp for about 15 years on the coast of California, which is exposed to the, you know, uh, air, <laughs> ocean air, the worst place possible. Anyway, it, um, uh, it, 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 we, we fully restored uh, that car and brought it back to life. And um, uh, when we first met with the couple, who owned it and asked us to not only make it electric, but also to restore it. They didn't have an electric car. Um, in the couple of years that we had the car, they they went out and they bought an electric car and got the home charger and all that stuff. So um, uh, we, we delivered the, the car to them and they were then they were completely uh, okay. They understood what it was like living with, with an electric car and, um, they're really happy to be able to, you know, take their brand new BMW charger and just plug it into the, to That's the, great. you know, That's to great. the 65 Beetle. <laughs> uh, 
Now, what kind of, um, I'm kind of wondering about a couple things, like weight distribution. Uh, I mean, it is, I assume, thoughts given to that. Yeah. Obviously, when these cars were originally manufactured, there was a certain thinking about weight distribution and how that affects how it drives. I mean, um, so there's <laughs> that. And then also, how, you yeah. know, of course, the question is, how many miles can it go? Um, does it have fast charging or is it, is it strictly, yeah. you know, level two? Yeah. That's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I was laughing when you said weight distribution because it hasn't, in my, it hasn't really been an issue. Um, we're now we're only adding about 130 pounds to the cars, uh, because of the Tesla batteries and, um, and the lithium batteries that are available now. But uh, it's always made the weight distribution of the car better, and the added weight has has helped with the with the older Volkswagens. Uh, and in the Porsche, um, in my mind and many other people's minds, it's been improved because we can get the the weight distribution closer to fifty fifty. That actually upset some vintage Porsche owners that liked the way that the rear end of the car would slide out from under you and because they figured out how to compensate for that in their driving abilities. And now we just threw that out the window. But I, it's better. Uh, a lot of our clients haven't you know, even ever driven a, a vintage Porsche before or a vintage Beetle. So it's easier to control. It's, 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 it's safer. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, we're not adding, we'll add between 130 to uh, 300 pounds to the car. Uh, we will be adding more. We're doing a, uh, we're doing our first Tesla motor powered um, microbus that's going to have a full Tesla battery pack in that. And uh, so that is going to be adding um, a good amount of weight, about, you know, five or 600 pounds more. Uh, so there, we're really changing up the uh, the, the suspension. Everything still bolts on, uh, so we're not cutting up the car to do it. But um, we're actually we're going to be we have a few tricks up up our sleeves. We're going to be widening the original wheels so they'll have more stopping power. Um, just anything we can do to eke out you know a few more um, a few more ounces of safety. We're 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 always interested in that. I mean we want. We want to. We want our clients to drive these cars in the next, however long they want to. Hopefully, the next fifty years. Uh, that that would be pretty cool. <laughs> and and DC fast charging. That's that's not quite uh, part of it yet. Or it's gonna. Yeah. Well, it really hasn't been. It hasn't been. In my mind, it hasn't been much of an issue because this is a small car. It has a small battery pack, eighty to one hundred miles. Uh, with the DC fast charging, you can drive 80, 80 miles and then recharge to, you know, get 60 miles pretty quickly. And But you, you'd have to spend your, you know, so much time driving the car and charging up. It really wouldn't be worth its while. I think, you know, the production cars have that in these cars that are going two, three, four hundred mile range. And then then it's it's, you know, it's it's really handy when you can top up your battery to 80% in 30 or 40 minutes, you know, that, that's really cool. Uh, so it, that's something we're looking into. It, it makes the whole system, you know, more complicated, uh, more, it raises the price, uh, again, 
but more and more production cars have that. So we have more to more to work with. You know, we're we are we're using um, component. We're using some components from uh, uh, from used Teslas. We're using LG Chem batteries from Chrysler Pacifica. So there's the more people that get involved in in doing this, the more options we'll we'll have available. And there's uh, a couple of uh, companies in the UK that have have a, have systems that look like they're they're going to work well for us. So uh, I think we'll we'll play with that in the next year. What are some of uh, the cars that you've owned? You've owned a bunch of different kinds of cars, right? Uh, but you most mostly just mostly Volkswagens. Volkswagens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yes, yeah. <laughs> Can you talk about some of those cars? Well, the, I mean, again, they're just they're um, you know the the car that I never saw it, but I've seen pictures of it in our parents' photo albums. My dad purchased probably was one of the first people to, in the San Francisco Bay Area in the mid. Um, in the mid fifties to, to buy a Volkswagen. And he just did it to save some money on gas, on gas at the time, even though it wasn't very expensive, it was still, it was something. Uh, and it was a small usable car. So uh, there's, there's pictures of me near that vehicle. I don't remember it. And our, and our neighbors had them, all of our neighbors had them growing up. My, um, you know, I went to see Star Wars for the first time in a, in a 70, I guess it was a, a brand new 1976 VW microbus, and I remember getting in that with you know ten of my childhood friends going to see you know going going to see Star Wars. Uh, so uh, those those vehicles are you know just part of our lives, and I never uh, I think the first one that we uh, that I purchased uh, we were just you know, driving around and we saw a Volkswagen bus in a parking lot for $2,000. I think it was in 1973 and um, maybe it was in 1985 when I, when we picked that one up. Uh, yeah, that kind of started every, everything off. So we've had, we've had that, we've had Beatles. Um, my wife, the same story, grew up with the, with the Beatles. We had a VW Rabbit together. You know, you just you have a weird emotional attachment to the, to these cars that, I don't have with the with the Honda Odyssey minivan. <laughs> I kind of have it. We have a electric. We have a Fiat 500e, um, a, a production car that's bright orange, uh, and um, we are forming an attachment with that car. We've had it for about three years, and it's and it's it's been a wonderful vehicle to have. So yeah, it's something um, that we've kind of moved away from. I think as a society is like the road tripping the fun, the, the look of these vehicles, um, you know, they, they can tend to be kind of bland these days. And, um, I think there's that good feelings about, you know, those, those bugs and those, those, you know, campers mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. buses. Um, and there was so much excitement coming out when, mm -hmm. when, you know, VW said they were coming out with the, uh, you know, the electrified bus, you know, um, and it sounded like they were talking about yeah, doing that for yeah. quite a while before they actually did it. So they were thinking about the electric bus and that's, um, that was really the, the beginning of what, of the electric before we knew it was electric. Uh, I, and I can't remember the exact year now, but I think it might've been about 15 years ago 
when um, uh, Volkswagen announced the idea of an electric bus and they had a project called the Chameleon that was, um, they just took some of their engineers in uh, I think Northern California and Palo Alto or something and just kind of gave them free reign um, uh, take a, a 1965 red and white Volkswagen bus and just do whatever you want um, and so they did and they you know they even had a touch screen in there before our iPods came out that you know where we had that interface so everything was really new and really fun and we had the exact same vehicle. We had a 1965 red and white microbus. I just thought, how can we make this happen? We were over on the East Coast at the time, and I started looking into it at that time, and I couldn't get anybody, <laughs> couldn't have a conversation with anybody, whatever VW was doing that was kind of under, you know, just in, on the on their own. Nobody was entertaining such a crazy idea, but I was really happy that they did. And uh, they invited us up, uh, I think about five years ago, up to Pebble Beach to be there for the unva- public right. unveiling of the uh, of the ID Buzz. And I got to sit in it and push buttons and stuff. I didn't get to drive it, but uh, we, yeah, we, we've been waiting a long time. It's it was spent. It was uh, it's beautiful. It was beautiful. There was a. Uh, Plus, at that time, I had been right. waiting 20 years for the next rendition <laughs> of, a, of, a, of a Volkswagen microbus. And so, yeah, I thought it made perfect, you know, perfect sense from a design standpoint. Uh, I was kind of surprised that the, the people that they had there on hand, I, I did get a sense that they really, they were just now seeing, uh, getting right. a firsthand feel for the love affair that that we have for that vehicle. And uh, so they really, I was assured that that design was gonna happen and um, it is happening now. I can't wait to, can't wait to get behind the wheel of one. <laughs> right, right, no, that's very cool. Um, I mean, where are things gonna go from here? Obviously things are ticking up in the EV space. You know, they're saying we're kind of past the point of no return where everything is going to be changing over to electric vehicles. Um, is that going to have any effect on, on what you're doing? Is it going to increase your business? Uh, will it not not really make a difference because you're kind of in a very specialized uh, spot? I, every year, there's more and more interest. So certainly um, people you know, will embrace the idea that this is a better vehicle. Um, if it's not even, you know, aside from, uh, you know, being one of the safest, you know, some of the safest vehicles on the, the, the planet, um, uh, they're just kind of easier, you know, to to live with, where you just plug it in at night and you forget about it. And um, it's just magically full when you get up in the morning and it can tap into your home's solar um, you know, solar system. Uh, yeah, the, the the interest in what we're doing and the, the demand for it every year is just ticking up uh, because there's so many more cars that are that are becoming uh, available. So um, I don't I don't see that ending anytime soon. And we have paid reservations for the next. I think well, it's great. twenty cars now. That's good so to hear. We're, we're good for a couple of years. <laughs> Yeah, and it, I mean, again, just 
because they're so unique, you know, yeah, yeah. we just uh, we're wrapping up uh, Drive Electric Earth Day um, and just like so many EV chapters, you know, around mm -hmm. the nation. And uh, it's getting to a point where, OK, there's another Tesla, <laughs> you know, in, in 20, you know, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2018, when the Model 3 was coming out, there was excitement, you know, and every new model, obviously, there's excitement. Mm -hmm. In the Cybertruck, there's going to be excitement. But in, you know, in general, it's like, oh, people have seen these Teslas. Yeah. They've, they've seen perhaps the Mach-E, all the other new EVs that are out there by the different, you know, companies. But almost doing a double take with something like a converted Porsche or, or a converted VW. Um, that's the one that's going to get the attention in the parking lot. Yeah, and I was surprised that uh, Volkswagen, I mean, five, six, seven years ago, they, they Volkswagen did us has done a couple of stories on us and has really embraced, you know, what we're doing. Really what we're doing is we're just right, we're right. giving them some free branding and advertising. <laughs> and I there's they they know that and uh you know we're 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 fans of Volkswagen and Porsche, you know, we're we're just helping uh, extend their, you know, branding legacy whatever. Uh so we, we and we've been invited to the Los Angeles Auto Show and to uh, it's it's worked out really nicely. The um, classic car shows, Concours, um, Pebble Beach, the Quail up in Northern California, a couple of years ago asked me to find a number of uh, converted uh, vintage cars that were converted to electric. So I curated, I got eight cars up there at this super prestigious classic car event and they really they really wanted it they always want to have something that their um uh that the participants haven't seen before that's interesting so uh it's kind of been a no-brainer for them to you know to to invite us and have our cars on display it gets people talking and it's something something different um and uh yeah there's going to be a lot you know though there's DeLoreans in the works that are coming back electric. There's, um, you know, there's there's a there's a number of uh, um, companies popping up all over the place in Australia and in the UK, and here in the US too. I'm seeing more. Uh, they all come up on my Instagram. It seems like that's where everything starts up. I something Instagram is very very good at offering up something that they think you will like and so it works in works in my favor because i you know there's another here's here's another couple of guys you know putting up their shingle to call themselves uh, uh right. electric you know electric car converters and awesome more power to them it's uh uh and we all we all kind of we don't know each other we're getting to know each other and uh anyone who's been doing this for more than five years um, I know we all share information, um, and especially like uh, EV West, they're they're distributing parts all over the planet um, to companies that uh, that that want to uh, that want to do this. And more and more hot rodder hot rod hot riders, which I would have thought would have embraced this long time ago, um, they're they're now coming on board. Uh, because now there's right. super performance to be had with these electric motors. They're, it's it, 
nobody can argue that these are golf carts anymore. Uh, so it's uh, it's it, it that it that's pretty interesting, and I think things are gonna um, we're all kinds of neat things are gonna happen in the in the next four or five years. Yeah, no, this is great. I mean. I think we've covered a bunch of things. Is there anything that I haven't talked about that you'd like to talk about or? Oh, I, I'm just, I'm just happy to answer <laughs> any, any questions you have. I don't, uh, I just, the whole, the, I, the <laughs> I just kind of respond to um, similar questions that have been brought up and. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Over the last 10 years or so, <laughs> it's still the same. And I think you asked how far do they go? How fast do they go? Um, how much, you know, how, how much are they and things like that, that's still, um, actually you didn't, you, you didn't, you only asked, I think one of those, but, uh, uh, the range has always been, uh, has always been a thing. Uh, so even, even with a full Tesla battery pack and the next microbus we're doing, we think the range will probably be about 170 miles. Um, it's, right. it lacks all aerodynamics that the Tesla has. Um, so there, unfortunately there's that, uh, the bugs have always been around 80 to hundred miles, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, you're not taking these 50, 60, 70 year old cars out on long trips. So that, that, that range has always worked out fine for these cars. The Porsches are around 120 to 140 miles that, uh, that number is going to be going up, uh, uh, shortly, uh, in the, in the next couple of, in the next year or so. Um, but the range really hasn't been, hasn't been an issue. The, the, our main issue is taking too long to get the, the cars done. <laughs> uh, there's no technicians out there that go to school to learn how to do this stuff. Uh, everybody is, we, we kind of, we have to, you know, bring technicians up to speed and then on top of that, it's a real labor of love. Um, and do they have the passion for that? Do they have mechanical ex, uh, expertise to, you know, to, um, to to work with these cars? Um, it, there's kind of a weird mixture of, you know, um, uh, geeky computer nerd types that think this is cool. And then uh, we have a guy now working with us who has... Um, I'll say a, a, over a few decades <laughs> working with Mercedes and Porsche and Bugatti and Volkswagen. And, um, he is just super stoked on, on, you know, on this and sees it as, as the future. Um, but I'd like to bring both of those groups, uh, together. And I think this is a, this is the, the, the place for them, but the, the more computer engineering types don't have, the the hand skills or and the knowledge to you know to to make these things um mechanically sound and that's very 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 important you know uh we are you know it's 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 an automobile i mean <laughs> you're out there on the roads with everybody else we don't want this thing breaking down or you know having things uh you know fall apart or um you know bad connections everything has to be done perfect and we're you know we're we're putting two or three hundred new wires in the car they every every single wire has to be crimped and soldered perfectly in order for it to 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 work and um we've had it we've had a real good track record there that 
Uh, the only uh, phone call I get is that, you know, their 12-volt battery died. And um, it is an older car. I mean, there probably is a better workaround for this. But if yeah. you leave the door open yeah. and the light on, it will drain your battery. Yeah, you know? no, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so. Well, and, and it just seems like such a, you know, like you were saying, the range isn't really an issue. And I think that's because it's, I it's a Sunday driver car. It's, it's something you mm -hmm. take out on, on a nice day. You know, in California, you have all, all nice days, I think. Um, but uh, you take out on a nice day and um, a day that you can relax and just kind of go around town. And like you said, it's not like a road tripping uh, vehicle. Yeah. For the most part, that's true. We do have some clients that drive them every day. You know, uh, it's I mean, we, we did do this for that very reason you know, to just hop in the car and go and um, have something more dependable. That was really the driving force right. to have a, a lovable car that was dependable. Added bonus, uh, we get to, you know, now pass people going up a hill in a old Volkswagen. <laughs> Nothing beats that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I wanted to spend less time underneath the car working right. on it right. and, more, and more time driving it for sure. Well, this has been great. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Stu's EV Universe. I would like to thank Eden Unger for creating the artwork and the music for this episode. Remember, please rate, review, subscribe, and share, as that's the only way we can continue to grow. Now you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash EVU. Remember, the EV revolution runs on your energy. I'm Stuart Unger. See you next time.